Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're gonna talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. If you're ready to scale your business, but you're not sure where to start, you can take my free two-minute quiz to find out your agency owner persona and uncover how you can use your strengths to scale and streamline your business without compromising you and sacrificing your life. You can head over to the show notes for the link. It is sandrajulian.co forward slash quiz. Did you know that 55% of small business owners started their business to have more flexibility? 89% of them find themselves working on the weekends and 81% work nights and sometimes just to keep their head above water. I was definitely one of those statistics and you might be nodding your head as well. You left your 9 to 5 job so you could be more flexible in the way that you worked. So you can drop the kids at school and then get some exercise in before you sit down at your desk to get some work done. Then you leave at 3pm to go pick up the kids. You put yourself back at the computer after the kids have gone to bed because you didn't get everything done that you needed to do today. Does this sound familiar to you? Well, my friend, you are not alone. Many small business owners find themselves seeking the elusive work-life balance. The question is, how on earth do you do it all? How do you manage a business, a household? How do you be a mum, a wife, a daughter, an auntie, a good community member? How do you do it all? and have the flexibility and freedom and wealth that you want from your business. Well, what I have learned is that there is a critical factor in being able to have a successful business without sacrificing the other areas of your life. And that is to dramatically reduce the amount of time that you spend in service delivery. You as the business owner need to be doing less of the client work. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, 
Well, right now, it is highly likely that you're spending maybe 80 to 90% of your time doing the client work, even though you have a team of people. It might just be a small team, but you have a team of people. This percentage actually needs to be flipped on its head. You need to dramatically reduce your service delivery time to just 10% or less. This frees you up to lead your business. However, this is easier said than done because it requires a change of thinking and a change of behavior on your part as the business owner. Once you've been able to reduce your time delivering the client work, you get to decide where you spend your service delivery time. So where you spend your 10% of service delivery is up to you. And if, like me, you might decide to spend that 10% on client management. Everything else is done by your team. But how you do this is the million dollar question, right? Well, it starts by simplifying, streamlining, and removing the complexity that exists in your business. Because when you first got started in your business, it was pretty simple. But as you started to get more clients and you started saying yes to their every request, before you knew it, you were doing a range of different things. And every project required your input even though you'd hired a team to help you. You didn't intentionally make your business complex. It just happens when you're spending 90% of time doing the service delivery. Because when you start a business, you have a range of skills. And when a client asks you to do a something, and you can, you do. And then before you know it, Your business isn't just doing the one thing that you thought you would offer when you started your business. It is now doing a range of things which can be seen as offshoots of your skill set. So if you're a graphic designer, you may have started out just doing print jobs. So anything that was print collateral, that's what you were designing as a graphic designer. But then it got into digital assets, and then it got into website design, and then you moved into SEO development, and you moved into online marketing, all because it requires an element of graphic design or an element of creativity. But then your business is this complex machine with all of these moving parts and these different services. So the first thing to do is to simplify and systemize your services. Now, I'm not a fan of the word niche, and I don't believe that you have to narrow your services down so you're only doing the one thing. But what I believe is that you have to narrow it down by choosing a specialist area to focus on. So let me give you another example. In the early days when I started my business, I described my business as a full-service event management company delivering bespoke events. I was doing events. 
but I was doing all the events. And we were doing everything from outdoor community events to weekend exhibitions, kapahaka competitions, conferences, sporting events, and everything in between. And as soon as I decided to focus on business events, I was able to streamline and scale my business and essentially remove myself from the majority of the service delivery. Well, for the majority of the time anyway. And once you decide on your specialist area, you can move from organic growth in your business and saying yes to everything to now focusing on packaging your services so that you can stop trading hours for dollars. Because again, that is something that we do as service providers when we start our business. We're not sure how to price our services and so we start working on an hourly rate and we charge ourselves out on an hourly rate. And that's not sustainable if you intend to grow and scale your business. So once you move from that organic growth and saying yes to everything and trading your hours for dollars, you can move into a more proactive growth strategy for your business that is focused on your specialist area and your packaged services. And here's where small business owners get tripped up because they continue to support their scarcity thinking that if they narrow down their focus, they will limit their capacity to grow and cut down their options. When in actual fact, it's the opposite that is true. I wanted to jump in here really quickly and ask you for a big favour. If you are loving this podcast and this episode, I would be grateful if you could share it with a friend. Or even better yet, jump over onto Instagram and share it on your stories. Don't forget to tag me, I'm sandrajulian.co. That really is the best way for others to find out about this podcast, and I thank you in advance. Alrighty, back to the episode. There might also be some fear that you don't have enough knowledge to go deep with a client in a specialist area, but here's the truth. This is what will set you apart from your competition, because when you specialize, you then get to invest in yourself and you get to focus your learning in your specialist area. When you narrow your focus in your business, you grow as a person and your business grows. You can then become the thought leader for your business and in your industry. Because there is one thing that I've learned in business And that's when you invest in you as a person and you invest in your personal growth, your business grows. Once you've decided on your specialist area of focus, you can begin to streamline and package your services. And as a knowledge-based service provider, I don't subscribe to the idea of having one offer and then trying to sell people into that service. Not every client will want everything. But this is something for you to decide depending on the specialist area you've decided to focus on. Your service package should meet the demand of your client, 
And that's the other bonus about narrowing down your service to a specialist area, is that you get to know your clients really well, allowing you to simplify your service packages over time and get really specific about the problem that you solve for your client and the service packages that support solving that problem for your client. And then a bit of a side note, I wanted to really dive into what I mean when I say service packages. So when you package up your services, what do I mean by that? And for me, that means that you stop pricing your services based solely on your time engaged, but rather you package up your services into a fixed price offer that is based on the value to the client and the result that you are providing for them. After all, your client isn't just paying for your time, they're paying for your skills, your experience, and the knowledge that you have built up over the years that you have been doing your thing. When you package up your service, there's no more bespoke one-off services. Because if you continue to offer that bespoke one-off service, your business will become complex once again. So we need to cut out the offering of that bespoke one-off service. When you offer bespoke services, the selling is usually easy because you're providing exactly what the client is asking for, which is how your business got complex in the first place because you said yes to a client when they asked you, can you help me with this? And you said yes. And again, that happens because you as the business owner are spending 90% of your time delivering the services. And because you can, you do. So if you want to move out of that complexity, move into having more freedom in your life, you have to start packaging your services and stop offering the bespoke one-off services. Even when that is an easy yes and easy money. When you say yes to the easy money and say yes to the bespoke services, everything else in your business is hard because your business becomes complex. Your business is hard because the complexity of your business. Creating everything from scratch because you're offering bespoke services. It's hard to hire a team and delegate because there's no consistency in what you're delivering. So even though it could be an easy yes, everything else in your business becomes hard. But when you package up your services, it allows you to create more ease, more flow, more time, and more money. When you package your services, you create a standardized approach to how you engage clients. One that is streamlined and systematized, so eventually you don't have to be the person selling your services that your business provides. My approach to packaging services is to create a menu of services. So it's not to create the one offer or the one package and hope that everyone wants that one package. My approach to this 
is about creating a menu of services, but your menu is not publicly available. You don't give your menu to your clients to choose from. After all, they don't know what they don't know, and which is why they've come to you as the specialist to help them. So I encourage my clients to get on a phone call, get on a Zoom call, and I ask that potential client a few intentional questions so that I can match my menu of services to their desired problem that they need solving. So what is the outcome that they are looking for and what services on my menu can I put together to provide a service package that will provide the solution that they are looking for. And again, they don't know what they don't know. So this requires you to do a little bit of education as to why they need the service that you are offering in your package because you've selected from the menu because you know how this comes together. You know how the result will be attained with the delivery of your service package. And then once you've got them on the call and you've asked these intentional questions, before you end the call, you're able to explain to them how you'll approach their need. And literally, you'll be able to sell them right there on that phone call. They'll leave the call excited to work with you. And then you can prepare a proposal that with a 99% knowledge that they will sign that proposal when they get it. So no more wasting time preparing proposals that don't go anywhere. If on the call the person isn't excited about working with you, you can give them alternative actions so that they might be able to come back to you later when they're ready to invest in your service package. Then you haven't wasted your time and wasted resources preparing a proposal for someone that isn't going to come and work with you. They're not going to sign off the proposal. So getting them on the call, you will be able to gauge what they need. You'll be able to explain to them how you are going to meet their need. And it's going to come from your menu of services that you're going to package up. Once you've explained to them, this is what you can provide to meet their need, they'll either move forward or they won't. But you won't have wasted any time other than that one hour phone call. And that one hour phone call, look at it like a investment in a relationship. If you invest time in potential clients and they, they have a, a knowledge that you are the person that can help them, it might not be now though, but investing in that relationship now will pay off later. So the hour of the phone call that you've had with them, if they don't go to the next step with you, it's still not a waste of time. But you've avoided wasting hours preparing a proposal that's not going to be signed off. And that is a waste of your time. So in summary, what I'm trying to say is what got you here is not going to get you there. There being more flexibility, more freedom, more money without working nights and weekends, you can scale your done-for-you service-based business through systems rather than hustle. 
You just need a solid plan to move from hustle growth to system growth. If you don't have a clear roadmap on how, then you're going to waste months, even years of your precious time trying to figure it out, making critical mistakes and getting off track to where you know you want to be. Scalable growth for a knowledge-based service business requires people, process and technology. If you want to stop working those nights and weekends by creating a solid plan to simplify, streamline and systemize your business in a way that creates raving, returning and referring clients, then I highly recommend that you book a free scale strategy session with me. In 60 minutes, we will uncover the current situation in your business, we'll identify what's working and what's not. We'll uncover the number one bottleneck that is restricting your growth and holding you back from scaling. And we'll come up with a plan to move your business forward in the next 90 days and beyond. So to book your free scale strategy session, head on over to sandrajulian.co forward slash scale. I hope to talk to you real soon. Before you go today, I want to thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes and you can read a full blog of the episode at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you hit that subscribe button and get new episodes as soon as they're released. If you'd like to reach out to me and chat about anything on today's episode or any of the previous episodes on the podcast, then I've got a link in the show notes so you can leave me a voice message or a video message. I really do look forward to hearing from you. Alrighty, have a productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.